wages clear for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood roll thy wounds and with flow. Be your sea the double Save from wrath and make me blue. Could my tears forever flow? Could my sea no longer All these for sin could not atone. Oh, thou my sin, and thou alone. Oh, in my hand, no price I bring, simply to the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you've done us a lot of good since we began on Friday. You have been speaking to us and lifting us in the spirit, bringing us close and closer to yourself. You have given a lot of favor, Lord, and grace upon your servant. Even this time, Lord, we pray that you give him more. Strengthen his tiny body, Lord. Inspire his soul, spirit, and body. Lord, in all, it's you that we want to see. But we know that you use vessels, human vessels. Therefore, may we see you, Lord God. May we fellowship with you, Lord. May we touch and be touched by you, Lord God, through the vessel, Lord, that is going to stand here. Granted, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Could my chance forever flow? Brother Jesse is going to translate. All these for could know that Glory to bless you. Shall we have our heads on a prayer? Our gracious Heavenly Father, simply to your cross we cling. In our hands, no prize we bring. We have nothing to offer, Lord. We come just as we are because you'll beat us come. That's why, oh dear Lamb of God, we have come one more time this morning. Trusting in your grace, trusting in your loving kindness and your mercies. And we pray you will minister your abundant grace unto us one more time. Bless your people, Lord. Bless the visitors in the gates. Strengthen each one here today, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. Bless the reading of your word. Your word is already blessed. We would ask that you bless the preaching of the word. 
and give us the context out of it. May you minister your grace unto each one of us today, Lord. As our faces are different, so are our needs different. But you know the needs that have been every heart in life. And may you minister your abundant grace to each one of us today. And we shall be careful at the end of this service and all the days of our lives. As long as you lend us breath, we will be careful to give you alone all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. For we ask it with thanksgiving in the sweet and lovely name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Luke 1 15. Speaking about John, the angel saying, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Alright, just in case you say that speaking about in the sight of the Lord. What you are in the sight of the Lord that's what matters and that's what should control the earth here. Jesus said of John the Baptist there's no man or woman that has been born greater than John the Baptist except the son of man. Amen. Greatness. Verse, verse 32 the angel said of Christ and this brings it out so much better he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David because he is great in the sight of God God shall give it unto him the throne of his father David so preeminences produce the harvest in Eden. Adam lived by preeminences. Listen friends, we are not going to go far with this small boy stuff we are playing. We are sons of God, daughters of the most high God. If the president was your father, you won't go around like some defeated person. You won't go around like the whole world is against you. The, whole, the president has rebels fighting against him. Of course, he, of, of course, it's a concern for him. But he doesn't go around. He goes around like the great man that he is in the natural realms. And God. God. President. I want to help elevate your thinking. Amen. Amina. This three four mystery. Is God. God's greatness. In Christ. Christ looked to God. 
You are the great one. And I want to be great in every area of my life. And that greatness that God was in Christ's life, He gave it to God. That's what it was. God in greatness. In Christ's life. The greatest thing in his life was God. He was the preeminent person in his life. Preeminent. There are eminent personalities. There are other eminent things. But the, the one that comes for every other great thing in his life was God. And because of that, God's power gave him the same thing. And he also is in greatness over his bride and in goodness over his bride the bride sees Christ and preeminence is over them you are the great thing in my life you are greater than the great in my life you are the greatest thing there is in my life and because of that because you give God that because you give Christ that it gives the greatness back to you and makes you preeminent makes you great over the earth the pride in preeminences in greatness over the earth both for life and godliness hallelujah and together the great bride and the great bridegroom the preeminent bride and the preeminent bridegroom will walk into Eden will walk into the new Jerusalem with ups with absolute control over the earth that's who you are you might as well start believing it because if you don't believe that you just stand in your own way so you might well start you might as well start learning to get out of your own way you didn't make yourself that you didn't hear what I read Jesus Christ yes, Christo. he shall be great when you say that I'm great Jesus said he's great yes, natural man says that's proud but the Bible says that's preeminent that's who you are so change your thinking today elevate your perception of yourself come on elevate your perception of yourself stop seeing yourself as some miserable church person stop seeing yourself as though becoming a Christian or receiving the gospel has brought down the quality of your life no elevate your thinking I'm here to challenge you this morning to begin to think differently to elevate your thinking to a totally different plane hallelujah 
Oli mwana we oyinobu yinza oyinobu fusi toli wa wansi So by sowing and reaping and by preeminences God harvested a perfect man in Eden and by sowing and reaping in this end time here God's going to harvest you a preeminences a perfect bride a great bride a preeminent bride the best of the best the best that ever was ever will be as the pride of Jesus Christ and his bride has made herself ready oh hallelujah hallelujah so this principle, sowing and reaping, because of this principle, you and I are here today, trusting, living, uh, 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 living and believing God to be harvested, to be reaped by the great Holy Spirit into his man. Amen in this end time here. Because Jesus said at the end of time he shall, he shall send his angelic reapers to gather his sheep to gather his wheat into his barn. And here we are. God's eagle wheat we have been sold in this end time here and we are going out in greatness the preeminence of God you are going to be the most preeminent and preeminent it applies for life and godliness applies for your natural life applies for your spiritual life Applies in your home, applies in your relationship with your wife, with your husband, with your children on the job. They're going to see on your job. Never seen such a preeminent worker. Never seen a worker that stands head and shoulders above everybody else. Your wife is going to say, My husband is the most preeminent husband, is the greatest husband you have ever seen in your life. Your husband is going to say, My wife is preeminent, she's the great of the greatest. She's the, she's the greatest of the greats. You never met anybody like my wife. That's preeminence is working in you. Oh, hallelujah. Your dad's going to say about you. Your dad is going to say about you. My son. The greatest son you ever found. The greatest daughter you ever found. Because he was said of Jesus. And the child grew. In stature. And in wisdom. And in favor. With both God and man. When you grow in preeminences. It opens the door of favor for you. When you walk around. Talking, speaking, preeminences, talking like a son of God, talking like a daughter of God, the favor of man, the favor of God has got to meet you somewhere. Hallelujah. 
one time Israel, Israel. Amen. Amen. when they were in the Babylonian captivity and the, the, the law was made and, and Haman uh, was the prime minister whatever he was and had a plan for against the Jews because providence went into working when you can't take care of yourself when you are asleep and the enemy is planning stuff against you God he that keepeth Israel neither slumbereth nor sleepeth he knows just where everything is at you have no clue what's working against you you have no clue what can work in your favor for he knows and that's why I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help cometh from the Lord my help cometh from the Lord my help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth hallelujah hallelujah And what happened? Just providence. When Vashta just got so big, too big for the throne. The king sent for her. The king sent for her. She said, I'm not coming. She had become as big as the, as the king himself. And the king, the king was wrath. You mean she did that? I shot her. She's no longer queen. She's not bagging for that. But God's providence walking and said, Find me, run through the land. Find me another queen. And they sent for all the damsels. All the damsels in the land. And Esther, this Jewish girl, was one of them. How could any man have arranged that? God's providence. But when you behave, Listen, when you behave like your God is sleeping somewhere, he cannot walk on your behalf. His providence, his providence will be hidden from you. If you and I behave like our God is a sleeper somewhere, when we walk around like He is in charge of the heavens and the earth, God will be inspired. When we magnify him, God will be inspired. When we glorify him in the face of every challenge, in the face of every difficulty, God will, will tear from his throne and begin to arrange stuff begin to arrange things begins to connect the dots to work on your behalf hallelujah hallelujah it happened to be while they got all the girls together this Jewish girl her uncle her uncle was walking in the courts of the king who knew what the requirements were 
a uncle told her Era, this is what is needed all the other girls were putting on the makeup and, and speaking their, their, their Yankee English and wearing their mini skirts and exposing their bodies they came with like me this way like me that way this way but the uncle told her that's what they think don't eat what they're eating. Don't eat that kind of food. Don't listen to the music they listen to. Don't read the books they're reading. Don't hang out with friends they're hanging out with. This is what the king likes instead. She told her the he told her the food the king's like the food the king likes. Told her how to dress, how to behave herself, how to make herself attractive to the king. And when she appeared before the king, the king said, what do I need these other ones for? Esther is the one. You know what's going on? God's providence connecting the dots in the background where you can see it, where you don't have the power to even go there and do anything about it. And when the time came, Haman was going to destroy all Israel. And Esther's uncle, Mordecai, came to her and said, Esther, Esther, you are now the queen. You have the king's heart in your... Go speak to him. Esther said, no, no, no. I'll die. If I go before the king without him calling me, that's death. The uncle said, you are now the queen now, right? You forgot how you got there. You forgot who taught you. Who told you what to do. You are now, you are now focused on yourself alone now. No problem, Esther. You can go and enjoy your queenly position. But deliverance for God's people will come however it's going to come. If it doesn't come through you, it will come somehow. That's what I'm talking about. Did he see the deliverance? No. That, there was a death sentence over all of them. And he spoke this way. That God will provide a way of escape. If it's not through you, Esther, God will provide some other way. But you and your father's house, you are in soup then when God provides deliverance for showing some other way. And Esther said, I will go. Join me in the first for three days. Join me in the And when the time came, Esther came before the king. And all your fears all your fears of all the negative that's going to happen there's just that fears she, she got before the king the king saw her said wow so pretty she was expecting death you shall not die the king said come near me Esther what do you want to the half of my kingdom God's providence walking hallelujah 
But you know what had happened? Just the night before. Just the night before Esther appeared before the king. How could any man have planned that? The king couldn't sleep at night. And he was just going through the record books. Why didn't he go through the newspaper? Why didn't he get on the phone? To talk with the king of the other town. God's providence. Told the king. Checked the record books. And going through the record books. He saw there was a man one time. That did something for the king that preserved the king and nothing has been done for that man and he said who is this man so this man is a man called Mordecai and the king woke up in the morning I got to find this man and do something for him so this morning Esther appeared before the king to the half of my kingdom Esther pretty queen what's the problem she said, the man Haman has been evil for my people. My uncle Mordecai and everybody. The king said, the one that saved the king, Haman, my prime minister, bring him here. Bring him here. Kill him. All his family. Put them in the gallows. That the king found out they are made for Esther, I mean, made for the Jews. Mordecai and the Jews. What was it? What was it? God's providence. Well, he came by somebody. Mordecai. Believing that God, we are God's people. We are the great people here. The great God of the heavens and the earth is watching over us. That's what the three, four mystery means. The word of God has you so much in control. It's in such greatness in your life. And that greatness shows forth in everything that you do. Oh, glory. Glory. Hallelujah. I gotta run here. Amen. Oh my. Oh, so glory to God. So this principle here. Sowing and reaping. By it man achieves. Every man achieves. Every purpose of man is achieved by this principle of sowing and reaping. In all of life's endeavors within the church outside the church in spiritual life in natural life by this principle of sowing and reaping the Branham came and sowed the seed of the entire Bible in order that a perfect Bible will come forth and like I told you over and over by this same principle a perfect bride is going to be harvested in this end time here like Adam was a perfect man standing on the face of the earth sowing and reaping is the principle of God that existed way before the foundation of the world sowing and reaping a thought of God because if it was a seed it was a thought so before sowing and reaping become the word of God it was a thought of God those thoughts amen and his thoughts are not our thoughts his, his thoughts are not our, 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 our thoughts they are higher than our thoughts and his ways are not our ways they are higher than our ways 
Isaiah 55 that we read. Isaiah 55 that we read. God said. Katona gamba. As the heavens are high above the earth, so are my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And so are my ways higher than your ways. So if God thinks about something, and we think about the same thing, God's thought on that something is higher than our thoughts on that something. So God's thoughts on reaping and sowing, on sowing and reaping, as all of God's thoughts are not your thoughts. God's thoughts on sowing and reaping are not your thoughts. They are higher than your thoughts. Your thoughts on sowing and reaping are inferior to his own thoughts. Because he said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. His thoughts and his ways are supreme. Amen. 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 Amina. Superior. Gari waguru, gari by far. To our thoughts and our ways. You know why? Because when God sowed. And we sow. We reap different things. God sowed. His seed. And reap the beautiful. And perfect creation. Let there be. And there was light. Let there be. A perfect creation. Every time. Amen. God so receive. And reap the perfect creation. In every one of the creation. And the same way. God sowed the man his seed. And reaped a perfect man Adam. Each time God sowed his word. Let, Let there, be. Be. Let there be. be. That was God sowing his seed. And he reaped perfection every single time. And we sow and reap also. But unlike God, we do not reap perfection. We can attempt to sow the same words, but we do not reap perfection. Nothing man does is perfect. But like the psalmist said, Psalm 18, verse 30, I believe. He said, but as for God, his way is perfect. This means, therefore, that God's thoughts on sowing and reaping are way superior to our thoughts on sowing and reaping. They are far higher than our thoughts and our ways of sowing and reaping. Now, when he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways I know your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. Now listen here. There's the thoughts. There's the ways. The thoughts come first. And then the ways are the avenues. How you make the thoughts come to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When God has thoughts, he has ways of making those thoughts come to pass. And we have thoughts also. And we have ways of making those thoughts come to pass. And he said, my thoughts and my ways are far higher than your thoughts and your ways. And that's why he gets a perfect result every time. And we don't. Now there's a difference between your thoughts and and your thinking. Amen. I'll try to close very soon. There's a difference between your thoughts and your thinking. 
Thoughts are not the same as thinking. You have to migrate your thoughts to become your thinking. One will say that God has thoughts on the back part of his mind. Before the foundation, we have God had thoughts on His mind. Before the foundation of the world, do you believe that? God's thoughts on, back on, on, on His mind, and those thoughts, God knew the beginning from the end. He knew He was going to create angels. He knew Lucifer was going to be there. He knew there was going to be a war in heaven. He knew He was going to create the earth. He knew the Garden of Eden was going to be there. He knew we are going to fall by disobedience for Satan's lie for the serpent's lies those were thoughts on his mind and God knew his thoughts could see all the way down to the end of time right into 2020 beyond 2020 his thoughts could see you and I here today his thoughts he saw every sin every wrong that would take place on the face of the earth he knew everything he saw who was going to be president Uganda. He knew everything. Who's going to be king of England? Everything. He saw them. He saw every serpent seed. Every believer. He saw all of that. Because if he's God, he's got to know the beginning from the end. Do you believe that? I can hear you. Do you believe that? Amen. So God saw Lucifer. Was Lucifer part of him? He saw every unbeliever on the face of the earth. Were they part of him? No. So God, God seen everything that was going to be, chose his thoughts. He saw you and saw you and saw the angels that will stand against Lucifer. He chose those thoughts and put those thoughts on the back part of his mind. And those thoughts became his thinking. Hallelujah. Every thought. Every thought. So every thought that came to God what was going to be God was selective. He said before the foundation of the world He chose you. He saw you from so many and chose this one and chose this one and chose this thought and chose this thought and chose this thought and put them in a safe place on the back part of his mind. Hallelujah. Out of so many thoughts, God chose special thoughts and they became his thinking. 
The same way you have thoughts, but all your thoughts don't know how to become your thinking. Because Brother Branham told us the mind is the battleground. You can't tell the devil, don't put thoughts in my mind. The devil has a right from God, has the permission from God to come into your mind with any kind of thought. It can come with good thoughts. It can come with bad thoughts. It can come with filthy thoughts. Come with ungodly thoughts. It can come with thoughts of failure. It can come with thoughts of weakness. Those are the devil's job to do that. But so many of you, every thought on your mind, you feel what's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? There is nothing wrong with you. You just need to understand what's going on. Just like God chose his thoughts and made them his thinking the same way. You stop whining, stop crying, stand on your feet and like a son, like a daughter of God, choose your thoughts. Be deliberate in choosing your thoughts that's why you are not an animal that's what thinking is animals thoughts come in their mind but they don't have the ability to choose what thought they will want they don't have the ability to process this thought and reject that thought and take this thought and reject that thought but you have the ability because you have a soul so you can choose I don't want this thought but this thought I will choose and that's why the Bible says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are right think on these things when you choose your thoughts then you are choosing your thinking but if you don't know the devil will make you think on every field this thing he brings across your path there's a difference between your thoughts and your thinking your thinking you have to choose your thinking whatsoever things appear think on these things in other words whatsoever things are impure don't think on these things let them remain thoughts in the battleground of your mind hallelujah hallelujah amen hallelujah amen hallelujah amen hallelujah amen ajakuletera Amen. Amina. 
So your thoughts and your thinking are different. They are not the same thing. Animals have thoughts too. They see you as a human being. They don't know whether you are a woman, a boy, or a girl, whether you are Nigerian, or Kenyan, they just see a human being. But you see, so what's your name? Even by your name, you know your tribe. An animal don't know that because they cannot think. For you can think. And that's the problem with many of us. That's the problem with mankind today. The problem is not where you were born. The problem is not the economy. The problem is because we have refused to think. Every, every thought that comes, we think is our thoughts. We think is us. It's not you. We are not ignorant of the devil's devices. The Greek word means we're not ignorant of his thoughts. The devil needs your mind to think his thoughts. A boy is, a, a boy is walking down the street. See some naked girl, and the devil puts his thoughts on her mind and said, You want that girl? And the boy thinks, Look at me, look at me, I'm lost after the girl. No, you are not lost in. You are not lost in. It's the devil's thoughts that comes in your mind. But because you are not an animal, you have the God given ability to stop that thought dead in its tracks and say right there no that's not me I'm a, I'm a Christian whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are right whatsoever things of a good report. Think on these things. That's my thinking. No, Satan, you can't play games with my mind. That's you thinking your thought in my mind. No, I don't want that girl. I'm a Christian young man. When it's time to marry, when it's time to marry, I will get my own wife from, from among the daughters of Zion. I don't want a naked girl. When the devil knows you talk like that, he knows that's another great one. That's another one in preeminence. The devil leaves you alone. The devil came to Jesus. He brought thoughts on his mind. He said, You are hungry now. After 40 days of fasting, Thoughts. The devil said to him, You are hungry now. Cause these stones to become bread. Thoughts on his mind. Jesus knew that's not me. Jesus knew God don't make his power for sure. That's the devil thinking his thoughts on my mind. The devil spoke to him. He spoke back to the devil. He didn't cry, hey, please, I have my battle. I have my battle. He said, no, Satan. He said, Lucifer, thou shalt not live by bread alone. But by every word 
The position of the mother God. I will not take that thought, Lucifer. That's not my thinking. That's not a good report. I don't think things are not good reports. Things are not pure. They are not honest. They are not clean. I don't think those thoughts. You are not weak. You are strong to stand against those thoughts because you are not an animal. The ability to think belongs to you because you are a human being. And moreover, you are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. When the devil brings his thoughts, do like Jesus did. Elevate your thinking and choose your thoughts. I don't think those thoughts the devil left him for a little season and came back again and took him to the, to the staple of the temple and said look at all this great land they all belong to me look at them just bow down to me just give up this Savior thing you're talking about. Just compromise a little bit. Just bow. Just bow. Nothing. Just bow. Just, just bow. And they will be yours. Just say, Satan, are you kidding me? I don't, I don't play that game. And don't play that game with me either. Bow down to you. It is written. It is written, You shall serve the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. Get away from me. Let this filthy thought get away from me. And the devil understands that. He gets away when you talk to him like that. He will come back again because he thinks you are just, you, the preacher said it, so you are just trying. So he came back to Jesus again the third time to the people of the temple. And said, just, just fall down. Because Jesus had quoted scripture to him. He fell now. Maybe if I had come with scripture, I would be able to get him to take that thought. But he misquoted scripture. False teaching. He said, Jesus, I know you love the Lord. As my father, I know you are God. I know you. I know you. I know you are God. You are the creator. I know you do anything that you want. Just fall down here. For the scripture said, He will give his angels charge over you. Jesus said, It is also written. It is also written. I won't choose no fake thoughts. He chose his thoughts. Friends, Lucifer's thoughts. Is Lucifer talking to you? He speaks to you. You speak back to him. If he can talk to you, you talk back to him. Lucifer talks to you every single minute. You talk back to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sitani will walk with a terrible was so you get an ayamudemunechi gambo. If it's bold enough to talk to you, be super bold to talk back to him. Because you're not an animal. 
Parce que vous n'êtes pas un son of God. Vous êtes un fils de Dieu. And you know God has given to you the ability to choose your thoughts. God bless you. We'll continue from there tonight. God bless you. Hallelujah.